Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure, you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, XTENDAV.com. I have a little bit of an update for you about the Jerry Springer episode we had last week. Jerry Springer passed away. I've been looking forward to sharing this. You know, I do listen to, I don't watch current professional wrestling because there's no time. I watch. I mean, you think about it. They have a show on, what, they have Monday Night Raw. Then you have the Tuesday. What, what's the WWE Tuesday show? NXT. That's, That's NXT, Vic okay. Does, I think. Yeah. And then you have the AEW on Wednesday. Yes. Nothing Thursday. Friday night is both AEW and WWE. Correct. Do they have anything Saturday? I think AEW is coming out with a Saturday show. I don't know. No, AEW does like an, yeah. a YouTube-only show as well. Okay. Oh, that's true. So you have, you have a lot of wrestling. I don't watch current professional wrestling except for one event, and that's the Royal Rumble. I didn't even watch. I don't watch WrestleMania really. Anyway, but I do listen to the podcasts, and there's several podcasts that I like. From you know, I I, I like Bruce Pritchard. Um, I like uh, I like Cornette. I like um, uh, Arn Anderson's podcast. Big fan of that. There's a couple, 83 weeks. Sounds like you have all the time in the world. You just devote them to podcasts instead of the actual no, wrestling. No, when I'm driving and around, I don't listen to every episode. But you just when mentioned I'm driving five around, podcasts. When I'm driving around, you know, I do a lot of driving. So sometimes, but I listen to our station. There's there's podcasts. There's some podcasts that have fallen, I used to have, and they've kind of fallen out of the rotation. But uh, I listen, and, and on one of the podcasts, actually two of the podcasts, they were telling stories about Jerry Springer. And told a story that, um, not towards the end even, but when they started really getting outrageous, they were bringing in uh, independent wrestlers or independent like promoters or managers and things like that to carry out storylines. Oh, that's smart. I didn't on, know that. Yeah, because yeah. there's like, okay, they're not very well known. Mm-hmm. They're known in their area, but they're not very well known. Yeah. And this was like pre-Twitter, Facebook, where everybody knew each other. So they're not very well known, and they could kind of act it out, and that's all. All you needed was a decent acting job, because as it was said, that the people up there, like they were getting regular people, and they were like forgetting what they were arguing about. They, they couldn't have like an argument, and so <laughs> they go, "Here we go." I mean, these are these are <laughs> so good. I'd love to go back yeah. and watch those now. These are knowing that these are unknown actors yeah. in a lot of ways, and they were bringing them in and doing that type of thing, which I was like, "Wow, that's." It's actually really smart. Well, because we, really we even smart. mentioned when we did the show, we're like, nobody ever got truly arrested. 
for the most part. I'm sure there were, you know, here and there, but nobody got assault charges because mm-hmm. it was all fake. Mm-hmm. It was all fake, but it had to be, and fans knew. I mean, there was a wink and a nod, but it had to have some semblance of believability or a show like that could never work. And then you fast forward to the end of the show, and it was so outrageous that I think people stopped watching because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. And so it probably led to the downfall eventually. And, you know, really that model doesn't work anymore. That model is gone. Kind of that that shock jock era of everything yeah. kind of disappeared altogether because fans had seen it. They'd seen it all. They'd been like, all right, we got it. You're trying to just be more outrageous than the last. You're trying to out outrageous the previous show just to continue this this golden goose. And eventually it's just not going to work. Yeah. I mean, well, because you, you see like, okay, like Jackass. Who they, You think about what Jackass did. Like craziness on TV. Who's been able to duplicate it? Nobody. They kind of closed the door on. Mm. They really closed it. Like it's like I only want to see Johnny Knoxville. I don't know. Bam Majera's got a bad name now, but I only want to see like Johnny Knoxville and those guys do that type of thing. And everybody else, it's like I don't. I have no interest in mm. you. Like I'm sorry, Preston Lacy mm-hmm. having the whole egg. What was it? The egg knock mm. challenge yeah. that in that one uh, movie. I remember that was it. It was depraved. But I was at the perfect age to watch depraved things, mm. and like the episodes where, like, you know, they they what they they dug the hole in the yard, and I think they had Bam Margera's dad mowing the yard, and then he fell into the hole, like just <laughs> little stupid things like that, and and now like, I don't know if you could show that t- type of thing now. I think maybe not. I think sensibilities on television have changed, but I also think that I don't really want to see it. I've grown up. And I really don't want to see people hurt themselves like that. And the other part about it is that, okay, they, they technically were stuntmen. And the other part of it is that I, I've already seen it. So what's the point of seeing it anymore? Well, not to mention, too, this generation, um, would they be into that stuff as much? Because there's so much about mental health. There's so much about anti-bullying in that generation that could have show that is basically tormenting people bullying people. I mean, even the candid camera shows, if you think about it, well, psychological warfare is at play. Those, I don't even know if this, if, if the, the younger people in society would like to watch it or if they think well, it would be oh, abusive. They right. they have done, I forget who it is, but it's usually Friday nights on ABC, I believe they do like a candid camera, but now it's serious. It's like, what would you do if, you know, somebody walks up to you and you see an argument in public, like, what would you say and they ask all the bystanders. And that used to just be the comedy piece of like, watch them freak out as two people fight each yeah. other. Well, now it's like a serious thing. Like, you have a good heart. You know, you you are a good person because you either intervened or why didn't you intervene? You're not a good person. I, and they make that a whole hour. Yeah, I don't like that. that I don't either. I don't know why you'd make people feel bad. Like, just do candy camera and yeah. make mm. people laugh. I don't know why you got to make Let's like, just go back to... Kids hitting Nerf balls into their dad's yeah, man. testicles. It, Come on. Like, you got to think about that. Like, you, we don't know what situation. Like, you hear about the – I can't believe they still did. That's surprising they do that considering we hear stories all the time like, oh, this this TikToker got uh, yeah. got physically assaulted or shot at or One something like One got killed. That. Yeah. One got killed yeah, exactly. over the last three weeks. And I go, why would you make people feel bad? Because you put people in a position where yeah, not everybody's going to step in there. They're, they care about their own safety. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that – if you saw somebody being accosted across the street, you have to think about who am I with? Who am I before you go running over there? Are my children with me? Do I just leave my children here? Like you would have to think about all. Oh, that. and now everybody's strapping. 
I mean, yes. I mean everybody yes. has guns on them. Am I going to go jump in and someone pulls so, out a gun? So is that the end of the candid camera shows now that we know everybody is walking around with guns and people are getting shot? Next door neighbors are killing each other over the over the dumbest of yeah. things. But the jackass <laughs> thing. Now, again, I know you guys are you're five and s- no, you're four years older than me, right, Owen? Five. You're both five years. Yeah, old. we. I graduated five years before you. Yeah, know, I think. So you guys are both five yeah. years older than me. I know there's a little bit of a difference because you guys would be more mature at that time than I am. But the jackass. Well, that was cast, big. That was when I was living in an apartment with a bunch of other early 20s guys just doing yeah. stupid stuff. Every so that day. would be right yeah. in your wheelhouse. We so. watched a lot of CKY before it was even mm-hmm. on TV. True. We were watching a ton but of that. I, I don't even think... some of Tom Green. What? Tom Green, oh, yeah. some of the well, stunts. Tom Green was high school. Some yeah, of the yeah, stunts, was... if you pulled what Tom Green was yeah. pulling, you well, might get got, shot. Got yeah. fired for. Was... You... Yeah. I know. That was rough. Then there was the uh, well. Wait, I don't. I don't remember what he was fired for. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. He was. It was a really bad skit that he thought would go over well, and it did not go over well. Um, and then there was the. Uh, at least that was the rumor, by the way. I don't know if that's actually true, but that was the I rumor. I, I totally don't true. remember this at all. I would have to look that up. I, well, I don't want to say it if it's not true. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not going to say it I'm anyway. Gonna, I'm going to report but that was the it rumor as fact that it was a sketch that. Um, was in a, I, I know not a lot of things he did was in good taste, mm-hmm. but uh, this was an extremely poor taste of what was rumored. Um, but I, I but going back to what you said about the jackass cast and about like bullying and things like that. I think that that was like those guys were all adults and grown men. Like they could just leave that situation. I think if they really wanted to, I think it was like, hey, you hang out with these guys and. Anything could happen at any time, and I think that's part of what they thought the fun was. And honestly, you watched as many episodes as I did back in the day. You kind of wanted to be a part of that group. Because like, mm-hmm. you could tell, they, as much as they really did some nasty things to each other, they were very good friends. Like the episodes well, of Matt Hoffman and things like that. Yeah. Well, and that's where I go back to the CK. Like some of those, you know, Bam and Ryan Dunn and all those guys are from the same town, and they were doing all that. Yeah. And they were kind of seen by... Who's that? Jeff Tremaine started it with um, with Johnny Knoxville as kind of a stuntman type of thing. Yes, and they found this other group and kind of merged them in with the sideshow performers of Steve-O and Pontius. And well, it's also and I, think, I know way too much about this. Well, I just yeah. I just blew my own mind on something I haven't thought about for twenty years. But part of what Lima says it's makes all a you really watched. good point about the whole mental health thing because you can t- I mean. Ryan Dunn, the way he passed away, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you can tell that these are not very well-adjusted individuals. No. And I know Steve-O's made it out the other side, and it's really a great right. story. He came in here a couple of years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. And, then, and then you had, you know, people thought Bam Majera was coming out the other side, and then there's this, yeah. and it's like, uh, Jesus. Like, yeah, like there's some, there's, they got demons. And I think a lot of people have demons. I think it's humanizing to some level, but it's also, you know, really sad because you think about, okay, like, you know, what were they going through to do some of the things that they did where they just asked an offer? Was it something deeper? Right. I don't know. Sometimes I think we look for places of deeper meaning where there really shouldn't be deeper meaning. Like when you're you know, putting a put a Hot Wheels car in a condom and then putting it in certain places. Are, mm-hmm. we, are we trying to make too much out of that, everybody? Are we trying to look for deeper meaning and really is just something goofing off? I mean, what are we doing here? So that's interesting. But yeah, I just I figured you you'd find that interesting. I didn't want to do a whole thing mm. on Jerry Springer because I remember you're like, "Are we gonna do another Jerry Springer episode?" Like, no, I just wanted to bring that mm. up with you really quick because I thought you f- might find that cool, and you did. I'm glad. 
I'm glad you did. What do you got on your chest there? Before- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Before we get to the Writers Guild. Oh, real quick, uh, talk to Jeff Phelps. I asked him in the hallway, uh, our resident basketball expert. Basketball goal. And I asked him uh, whether he thought LeBron was going to get his jersey retired in L.A. He said yes. He agreed with you. Yeah. I said, really? One title? If that's all he ends up winning? Like, Los Angeles, you're supposed to win titles every year and play for him every year. They have actually to underwhelmed. Make the playoffs every year. Yeah, they've underwhelmed. They've 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 not made the playoffs, and so I I, I don't know if there is an enamored with LeBron now. If he ends up taking this team, putting them on his shoulders, and him and AD win another championship this year, it would be amazing. Yeah, they if might they were change. Able to pull that off. I'm with you. I don't think he does right now, but I think if they win one this year, because they're. Well, I think he does. You'd have to think that he's either going through. Uh, Joel Embiid or no Boston. Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah, one of the two. I like what you said about Anthony Davis, though, because I, I think guys like me who are, you know, I love LeBron. I'm reluctantly going to get back into the playoffs because you know it's it's our job, and I think I need to pay attention. Well, you to still it. got another month and a half, so but two got, months. But that's the whole thing. You wait long enough, and you're like, oh, I'll get to it. 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 And then you never get to it. And I use the. I don't want to turn the Cavs into a big excuse. Like mm-hmm. I am. I'm heartbroken by what happened. I mean, I'm very bitter. And upset by what happened. I think it's changed me a little bit over the last week on air. Um, it's made me a more surly individual just because I'm really just let down by the entire process of it. I also, by the way, should we do a, a postmortem on the on the trade? Should we still say it's a good trade, Donovan? Yeah, should we ask? Oh, we should that talk about. It? Yeah, we should talk about it. Okay. I got a lot of thoughts well, on that. Hopefully, Double A's listening. Yeah, I'm going to make sure he's listening. Text the group about the Donovan Mitchell trade, Double A. Anyway, Text the code word Mitchell yeah. to our group. Yeah. So, I'm so let down by it, but I also know that this is gonna be. This is still. This is another chapter in Steph and LeBron, and this is an historic thing. But there's also a good thing. There's guys like you there who are going. If they win the title, mm-hmm. you're right. Like it's. It also has to go through Anthony Davis. Like you could say that's the bubble championships. The bubble championship. Da 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 da. That's you could. I mean, a guy like you could point out and say, depending on how things shake out. And like I don't know. Maybe LeBron will score 50 a night, and they'll end up winning the finals that way. But as it looks right now, according to you, it seems that this would be Anthony Davis. His his period on thing, his exclamation point on his legacy with this team, helping to carry this team. I mean, it's pretty clear. Anthony Davis is never going to be the type of player 
that is going to be able to win MVP and take a team coast to coast. Um, he's got to pick his spots, and he's so fragile, unfortunately. And I'm not, I'm not blaming him. I mean, it's clearly his body lets him down at all costs. Every time he goes down with an injury, he thinks his life is over because he's been through it. Because it might be over. Yeah, because he's been through it so many times. Like I can't blame him. I know people think you're soft if you're always, you know, right. acting like it's the end of the world when you get injured. But, but for, for him, a guy who grew as quickly because he yeah. was a guard he's as not a built senior right. in high school, right? Yeah, and then he. Became a seven-footer. He was going to Cleveland State. Yeah, in a month. So uh, so because of that, like, if you've watched those games, if you watched them against Memphis, like, Anthony Davis was the best player on the floor. He was insane defensively, which makes you think what could have been with him because he's just never, ever going to be healthy for a long period of time. But that's that's what I was trying to tell you, Ken. Like, I I just – this time of year, I'm already kind of out on college basketball – almost year-round now. I, I'm not into it as much. So that's one thing that's off the product ladder. So it automatically so, kills the tournament Yeah, some, the right? tournament's kind of subdued. I so watch I've, more college basketball than I have since high school. So all, I didn't bet a single cent on any of those games, I swear to God. So all, all I've got is NFL and college football, which those seasons are relatively short, especially college football. Yeah. And I am not as big on the offseason in the NFL as other fans are. I understand why fans are big on the offseason because it gets them through the year. They can celebrate these wins in the offseason more oftentimes if you're a Browns fan than you've ever been able to celebrate during the season. So I get that that aspect of it. It's just never going to be that way to me. When I was younger, I was. I loved NFL offseason. But now it's it's the games and it's being productive during the season. So all I've got left is what? Baseball regular season is never going to do it the way that it – like Owen – like I'll go to games if I if I start going to games again, uh, I'll go to games and that's fun for me. But living and dying with the wins and losses, that's never going to be a thing for me mm-hmm. for regular season. So this is it. The NBA playoffs is what I have, and so I, uh, this year where it's as open as it is, like I have to ask somebody if they're not into the NBA playoffs. If they used to be into the NBA, if you've never been an NBA fan, forget it. Like I understand, but if you are in or have been into basketball and you can't get into these playoffs. What is it? Because they've answered all the questions. There's no – the super team thing is over. Mm. Who, who's the super team? There's no super team. These teams all well, were wide built. Open. Right? That's part of the reason I'm so hurt. Well, it's wide open. It's wide open. Uh, we change our opinion on who the best player in the NBA is on a nightly basis. That is really good for the NBA, I think, because it got really stale yep. there for a while. Yep. And now every game after last night, Jokic. Jokic is the best player in the game. Tonight it might be Steph. Are the ra- How tonight are- it might be Anthony Davis. Now we got to pay attention to the ratings because, I, like you, you know, we've always argued parody, 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 parody. It's like, and I, my opinion's always been, and I'm not trying to be a contrarian here. I think that people say they want parody, but yeah. I don't think they do. Well, you're right. I think they want, you know, it's fun to root against Alabama. It's fun to, ro- it's going to be fun to root against Georgia. It's fun to take a team like Clemson and oh, they're plucky and they got Dabo, and then you turn them into villains mm-hmm. like that. I think is part of the fun of it. Like, I remember when I was a kid, that 96, 96 World Series, Yankees-Braves, I wanted the Yankees to win really bad. I hated the Braves. Yeah. And I can't believe I would ever find myself rooting for the effing Yankees. I think I was probably with you In a World time. Series, yeah. and I did. And then just a few years later, it felt like just a few years later, I remember exactly where I was when Luis Gonzalez hit the single to finish it off. Like, I remember exactly about, like, you need, 
those big ones. And I want to know if it's going to change the rate, if the ratings actually take somewhat of a dip. I can't imagine they do because you think about basketballs with the pandemic and everything coming out of it. What were the ratings then? I could still think they would be higher than what they are. And I also think that with the, we argued about player empowerment because we thought there would just be super teams. I think it's empowered players to try to do it on their own mm-hmm. into some fashion and to not want to get together. And we've seen a couple of times where these quote unquote super teams have not worked out in, in the way that people thought they would. Uh, Philadelphia has taken a little bit of time. Uh, B- Brooklyn blew up in their face. Um, there's a couple other ones. I'm mm-hmm. sure you know, Katie left his super team. Mm-hmm. We'll see what they do in Phoenix. So there's a, there's a lot of different different aspects. But you need to it. Mo- you need so much more than just hey let's throw three superstars together. Like it's crazy, yeah. but the NBA has changed. And here's here's my greater point. I agree with you that like during the '90s and early 2000s, you know, you 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 had fatigue when it came to the Lakers and the Spurs. But if you didn't get the Lakers or Spurs, you weren't watching. And now it's different because there's so much talent in the NBA. And I know that's something that people say from time to time, and you're like, well, can you prove it? Can you prove there's more talent? I'm telling you now that the fact that we have these debates about who, international players coming in, yes, without a doubt, the I agree talent pool in the NBA is so far superior than it was 20 years there ago. There was no Nikola Jokic. There it's, was no Luka Doncic. The, at, the addition hmm. of European basketball players and their skill and how good they are that they're able to go with Mm. American basketball players has changed this completely. And just that one through five, you have to be able to shoot. That's one of the problems the Cavs ran into this year is they did not have one through five shooting. You kind of have to to play the pace and style that you want to play in today's NBA. You have to have everybody be a threat to score. And this year, like the Cavs, they were not as skilled as all these other teams that you see because you only had Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland that could realistically score. You'd have to cover those guys. The rest of the team, you did not have to cover. Now, let me ask you another thing about it. I agree with you about the talent. How old is Steph now? 34. That's it? Yeah, but he was... People did not think... There There were some concerns about how his game would last, okay. how it would age. LeBron's 38. Mm-hmm. How old's Katie? 36? 35? He's getting there. Steph's 35 now. He just turned 35. He's playing the best he's ever played in his career. He is so much better than the 2016 Steph that we beat. Uh, He is so much better of a basketball player. I want to, I meant to say that on the air because I knew people that that's not, that's not like a slight. Who cares? We won a championship. Like, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad we beat him then. Kevin Durant's 34. Oh, he's 34. Okay. I am enamored with Steph right now in the biggest way. I know we can talk about that on the air another day. What what he is doing at his age, and yeah, what LeBron's doing at his age too, like it just shows you having skill. Like there was a stage, can you believe there was a stage early in LeBron's career when people were like, he's not te- he's not skilled enough. He's not, not a good enough shooter. He's not good enough at this, not good enough at that. And now he's playing into his 40s, showing all the skill in the world. We are not at a dearth of talent. But I wonder if we are reaching a time where we could be at a dearth of celebrities. LeBron is a major superstar and icon. I think Steph Curry in his own right is iconic. I think Kevin Durant to a to a lesser level, but also to a very high level is an icon. I mean, we're talking about guys in their 30s. Is there anybody of the next generation that the NBA is a league where it's a star-driven league? And, and it mm. seems that they have passed the baton 
from one to another. Magic to Michael, Michael to I think I do think Kobe. I think there was a natural transition from Kobe to and some other things played into it as well, obviously. But to LeBron, some people skip Kobe altogether. I, I think if Kobe were still alive, I wonder. But you know, Kobe's legacy with the Oscar for for everything else he's done it might have cemented that even as much as it is now that he's now that he's passed on. And I'm not saying that is any sort of cynicism or to make light of anything. You know, when people die before they're supposed to, that puts them in a different stratosphere. No, but I, I people say that. I totally disagree. I for t- for a decade. Well, you loved Kobe. I, I, for a decade. Like, I heard Bill Simmons the other day say there was only one year where Kobe was the best player in the NBA. I'm like, That's bull. That's true. I'm like, bull, whatever. But he had, he had a decade. He had a decade where we were arguing, you know, Tim Duncan or LeBron <laughs> or Kobe. But yeah. Kobe Kobe was there. There wasn't a guy I but would have rather as, had to win a big game than but Kobe. But as far as celebrity, because his star fell for a while. I thought After he, Eagle, Colorado. Yeah, but I think he he got it right back up. Well, I think the public forgave him. Spike made the video, and you watched the video, and I thought I really think that even though that was much later, I thought that that did a lot mm-hmm. to go. What has he dedicated to the game, to the sport? You know, and and I think that you know the whole. I make fun of people who say like you can't just be. What I get so what I get almost offended by is like you can't be a Cavs fan and bleep the rest of the teams. It's I have to have this weird realm of respect mm. for everybody else. Now, I don't want to go down that road. You you know what I said about making love to the game of basketball. But I think that that, I called it a video, that film of Kobe and the work that he did, I think that that helped, I, I think that helped people with their overall love of basketball. And then I think you, there's other factors that come into it as well, the romanticism of it. I will I will say Kobe, I put him in there. And then I think LeBron, who's the next to get the baton, though? It's not mm-hmm. not great player. Not just great player. It's one thing to be a great player. It's another thing to be an MVP. Like, Nikola Jokic has been a two-time defending oh, MVP. Yeah. I don't find him – now, maybe I'm looking in the wrong place. I don't find him in major marketing campaigns. I don't find no. – not in the ones that LeBron and Steph Curry and Kevin Durant are in. Now, if, not, he, no. now if he wins the title this year, maybe that could change Maybe I you know, do. He's playing in Denver. Uh, that doesn't. That has not. LeBron helped. played in Cleveland. That hasn't helped him. LeBron was just so. He and, he. And, people knew him since and, high school. And that's what I'm saying. Because you go back to this. I oh, and I know you want to say something, but I'm thinking about this. Ja came out of nowhere. Ja was a great story, and then, you know, now we're seeing you all can't this crazy around that right now. Yes, yeah. hey, I just, think they, the, they I, stood by his shoe. Well, I think the one the guy NRA can. But. I think the guy who's <laughs> dropping the ball on this, and you just mentioned about Anthony Davis and the in mm. the fear of injury. Maybe dropping the ball and it's the wrong, wrong, wrong way to suit, wrong way to say it. Maybe snake bitten. And Zion. Well, he was we the one I was going to bring up. We yeah. knew of him since high school. He went to Duke. Duke's a place where you don't only get. I mean, the the deal with Nike, Coach K. You know how to handle media if you go to Duke. Everything was there, and we're just all kind of waiting. We're waiting on him to be the next. One and and I think that the people who aren't waiting on him have given up, and so what's who's the next? Not just great player. Who's the next star? I mean, just icon type of player. Oh, and I'm sorry. I've been well, I don't know Go if ahead. he's too old for you, but Giannis. I mean, 
Yeah, Giannis think, isn't going anywhere. He's going to be really good. Yeah, that's true. Giannis, Giannis is great. Thirty-two. No, he's twenty-eight. He's that's it. Yeah. Holy cow! He's just been around forever. Um, mm-hmm. but I think, and then you look at so we played his comments and uh, and uh, success failure stuff. You know, after they were bounced from the playoffs. And I know how we kind of felt about it, and it was a participation trophy thing, and it was like, absolutely, it was a failure because you didn't win the championship and you're a MVP. But, man, I had dads coming up to me at, you know, whether it was a flag football game or baseball practice or whatever, and they're like, did you see what Giannis said? Like, yeah, of course I did. I just think he's a great role model for the kids. I, I made my boys go and sit and watch that that little two minute snippet of him talking and how life's more than this. And I'm like, I agree. Life is more than that, but NBA basketball games are about winning championships. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I think he's Playing a guy that you can market around yeah. and you know, there, there is something to, and it's something that we've talked about in baseball and maybe the accents are make it harder for, you know, people to relate. But I think he's very, the way he comes off very polished. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's um, right under our nose Owen. Or my, under my nose, yeah. I should say, because you guys thought of Giannis. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I look at right. a guy like remember Kevin Durant, Oklahoma City Kevin Durant, before he became the bad guy and the cupcake and the finding people on Twitter. We loved him. They made a movie about him. Yeah. They made a movie. He was in State Farm commercials we like crazy. Him, yeah. Like he was great marketing, and then he became the bad guy in the NBA for going to Golden State. And that all kind of fell off, and he embraced it. So that was kind of the poor end of Kevin it. Durant. I do feel well. I shouldn't say poor Kevin Durant on a guy who's probably got close to a billion dollars by this time. And, well, his injuries but, have have cost him big time too. Like, don't don't forget that. Like, this is this is the one thing that LeBron just didn't have to deal with over the, the course of his career. Now, yeah. is that how much of that is luck? How much of that is him spending all the ungodly amounts of money on his body? I mean, I'm sure Kevin Durant spent a ton of money on his body too, which just hasn't. Hasn't worked out. But you know right. this, Tone. There's guys like me who don't want to hate LeBron that just probably put a lot of it on Kevin Durant. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because, I, I mean, I I hated LeBron when they won the title. When they won their first title, that's when I that's when I was able to say, when I was able to let go. I was disgusted when he won the title. I, I, I was upset the night he won. <laughs> I was upset the night he won, and then the next day I go, what's my team doing for me? I can't sit here and... Because I, no. I thought that was a train that was never derailing. I really did. I go, they're going to win it next year and the year after that, and they might win. I mean, they, they might be the greatest dynasty ever. That's what I was thinking mm-hmm. at that time. And so the next morning I woke up, and I'm like, what am I going to say on air today? And I go, what's my team doing for me? What are the Cavs doing for me? I cannot sit here and just hate LeBron and have that be the way. i got to look at what, what the Cavs are doing. And then LeBron came back mm-hmm. and – he left again, and and I think that when he left again, it was it was just different after he won the title. And now, here I am rooting for him in the Western Conference playoffs. Well, it's crazy. It's crazy that he still is giving them this kind of production, and that he can still be this dominant. He has to pick and choose his spots. Obviously, he can't he can't do it for the course of a game, and he has to manage his minutes and and think about how much energy he wants to expend defensively. So he's not the same player. I you know the Zion thing you mentioned. That's sad. It's really sad what happened to Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi clearly has degenerative things going on. As much as we want to go, just play, suck it up. I think it's pretty clear that if you ask anybody around the mm. team, they're like, 
Dude, it, it's, it's too much of a risk. Joel Embiid. Yeah, well, question. Embiid this year was dominant. And any Cavs fan who watched Joel Embiid could see that that guy is unstoppable. Yeah. Like, I was like, is Evan Mobley ever going to do what he just did to us? Like, offensively in his career? I mean, Mobley's got a ton of time to, to, to worry about that. But Embiid has so many gifts and is so good with social media and is so good at being a troll at times. And you could tell it's it's a character. He has yeah. fun with it. Uh, but, again, his body has let him down. I mean, that year that he just had was as dominating I've seen yeah. from a big man ever in my life. Like, I put it up there with Shaq. People say that's crazy. Look at the numbers. And I know it's it's different. It's different than it was. But Joel B can hit free throws. And I think Joel has some some gifts that yeah, Shaq never never had. Shaq had to break through literal walls at times to get mm-hmm. to the basket, right? Because yeah, and the rules was, were different. They let guys. It was to rotate people into just and hack a they Shaq. They beat him. You know? They beat him up. Yeah, yeah, they and did. He was physically built. I mean, I so HBO did a Shaq document, like a three part documentary, not too long ago, and to go back and see that for even early LA Shaq, but Orlando Shaq. That was just muscles. That guy, and he could run. Oh my, yeah, really like a yes. point guard. And he was, he was, you know, through the legs, behind the back, all that going down, leading fast breaks. Just amazing. It was scary to see him as big run as he through was. The lane. Yes, but I'm telling you, maybe, may I, I don't want to do Shaq a disservice because I, I, I remember it. I watched it. It was awesome. Who will ever forget? They used it to promote the NBA all the time. Him diving on the floor, yep. yes. out of bounds, and saving the bat, trying to save the basketball. Um, Joel Embiid was pretty damn good this year. Yeah, and he could do it passing. He could do it defensively. I mean, he had big stops at the end of games. Like he's not playing defense all game because he just he can't spend that kind of energy on that team. But when he needed to at the end of games, and there's only on one other guy. I mean, we haven't seen him play one NBA game, but Wembyama. I mean, he right. is he is coming in. What is he seven three? Yeah, I have to say that the hype for him. I always wondered if anybody could ever get LeBron hype. I just assumed no. This has been pretty close to the LeBron hype. It really has been. I think it's the They've only been talking thing, about him for three years. The only thing, the only reason that it's not as big is because there's more hype machines now. Like, there are, yeah, you know, true. just from the. Twitter is my hype machine, but for some people it's Instagram. Like I go on there barely, but some people that's all they do, right? And then there's TikTok and all that. But for LeBron, it was when we all knew like he's the next big thing was the Sports Illustrated cover. And that was it for sports then. That and they put him on ESPN. They Mm -hmm. put his high school games on ESPN. And we, people not growing up here, I knew like, holy crap, that guy's going to be huge, right? And now there's too many outlets. So the hype is disperse you almost have to wade through it all but man are people positive he's gonna be really good and i i wonder again his body has to that's that's the biggest part of all of this now with these young guys i don't know what it is about seems like there's never been more injuries even though we've never been smarter about how to deal with all this stuff so someone will have to explain to me down the road why that is that people get injured like never before but Wembyama. The conversation about him and everything I've seen from him, and I'm like, oh, you don't want to be that tall. That's almost too tall. 
This guy so seems real, so amazingly do we have skilled. Too much muscle. In the well, words the, of John Daly. Yeah. You can't the real question that. is: Would you rather have Wimbayama going forward or Laurie Markkinen? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 